Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to NYPA Entertainment Radio Live here on Block Talk. Thanks for joining me today. It's your boy KG broadcasting live from a very chilly uh, University City, Philly. And um, I got a lot of things I want to get into, and I'm not going to hold back. We're going to get started. Um, I'm going to start with Dave Chappelle. Uh, Dave Chappelle decides to meet with Netflix employees. Now, everyone knows this whole controversy on uh, Chappelle's recent comedy uh special the closer um had a lot a lot of uh backlash and feedback uh from his stand up from the LBGQ plus community um employees starting to walk out and, and people just the, the whole nine uh so Chappelle uh, says he's willing to sit down with the Netflix employees uh who organized a company walkout earlier this week in protest of the controversial jokes he made and his comedy special closure. Um, in the show released earlier this month, the rev, um, the funny man declared gender is a fact and identified himself as a turf or trans exclusionary racial feminist, sparking immediate backlash, including from Netflix employees who walked off the job on Wednesday. Chappelle would be, uh, would be open to dialogue if Netflix employees reach out to him for a heart-to-heart discussion. Uh, but no one from Netflix or the employee group that let the staff walk out has contacted Chappelle or his team about setting up a meeting. The comedians can't reportedly said uh, disputing what the transgen what the transgender woman who organized the walkout claims. Ashley Marie Preston said Wednesday that she invited Chappelle to join protesters at Netflix Los Angeles headquarters. Cool. I invited Dave Chappelle. Uh, to have a transformative dialogue about the harm that was committed, she told reporters, he chose not to show up. Chappelle's camp said they're not sure why Marie Preston made those claims. She did not immediately return this interviewer's request for comments. The show, Chappelle's sixth and final Big Bucks deal with Netflix, was quickly uh, quickly blasted as transphobic by critics. And the statement issued this past Wednesday amid the walkout, Netflix sought to strike a um, conciliatory tone. Uh, quote, we, we value our trans colleagues and allies and understand the deep hurt that, that's been caused, a Netflix spoken said in the statement. We respect the decision of any employee who, who chooses to walk out and recognizes we have much more work to do both within Netflix and in our content. Earlier this month, Netflix suspended uh, a trans senior software engineer, Tara Field, who 
slammed Chappelle for his humor about trans people in, viral, in a viral Twitter thread. The company later said Phil was suspended, not for the speech, but instead for uh, barging in on an executive's only meeting along with two others. Phil has since been reinstated after finding there uh, was no ill intent in her attendance as she posted. Netflix um, co-owner Ted Santos was uh, struck by the company's decision to host the show, but admitted earlier this week that he screwed up in the way he communicated the decision to the company staff. An email to Netflix staff earlier this month amid the backlash, uh, Sarandos, who also the company's chief contact officer, said the company would not take down the show. Quote, what I should have led in those emails was humanity, uh, he told the Wall Street Journal. I should have recognized the fact that the group of employees was really hurting. We have to articulate to our employees that there are going to be Go things you bones. don't – there are, there are going to be things that you might feel are, are harmful, but we're trying to entertain a world with varying taste and varying disabilities and various beliefs, and I think the special was consistent with that. Stand-up comedy is designed to stir up emotions. He said, adding that sometimes inclusion and artistic expression bump, in, uh, bump into each other. Despite the controversy, mm-hmm. it's currently in the top ten most popular Netflix shows in the U.S., and it has is as high as number three earlier this week. Part of the comedy special featured Chappelle recounting of his friendship uh, with late trans comedian Daphne Dorman, whose family described Chappelle as a as a LGBTQ ally. Uh, Netflix representatives did not immediately return this interview's comments for Chappelle offered to sit down. All right, so you, you was jumping in when I was reading. What is your opinion? Did you see the show? Um, I, I saw the show, and again, um, as everybody you know that I've spoken to about it, including you, um, he, you know, from my, from from checking the show out, he explained it to everybody. You know, I don't see him as being, you know, um, against you know the LGBT community, whatever you want to call them, um, gay and lesbian. I don't see him against them at all. It's a joke. He's a comedian. He's going to do what comedians do. Of course, he's going to, you know, ruffle some some people's feathers, you know, that's going to take offense to it. But, again, it's a joke. He's a comedian. Grow some balls. And I mean that in a funny way. Grow some balls. (laughs) I'm leaving that alone. It's stupid. It's stupid. You know, uh, I'm glad that they're not um, um, taking it, removing it from um, Netflix. I'm glad they're not doing that. Um, they don't need to do that. It, you know, if they do do that, it's just going to cause more controversy, you know, for everybody. And, and people may get out there and start boycotting um, Netflix because, you know, they took it down. I don't think Netflix want to do that right now. I don't think they want to um, start losing ratings and all that stuff. I mean, again, he's bringing a lot of money to y'all. <laughs> they're not going to take him down, and they're not going to remove him. If they don't like what he have to say, then don't tune in. Don't tune in. Don't listen to him. What is what is interesting about um, this whole thing is that it's funny how it's okay for him. They don't bring up what he what else he said. 
meaning he was saying the N-word a lot, but no one said anything about that. It's okay for you to say that? Right. Say, I, uh-huh. that doesn't affect us. You, you talk about right. black people. It doesn't affect us. But yet, when he goes in and, and say jokes about the, their community and so forth, oh, my God, I'm appalled. But the whole around that and in between, he's saying the N-word. But no one raised an eyebrow. No one said, nope. I'm getting him for that. They all ignored that part. They ignored right. that part right. and was like, oh, yeah, well, it got nothing to do with us. You talking about black people. That's fine. Well, you talking about us. So, no, if you're going to get, I always say, if you're going to get one, get them all. Well, you can get them on this, get them on everything. I, I don't care what they think. Yeah. I don't care what they're saying. I don't care what they're trying to do. You know, um, again, uh, you're, you're correct with that. If they're going to, you know, get all hell bent about, you know, him making a joke about them, then again, <laughs> Get all hell bent when he starts saying the n word towards um black people, or he's you know talking about other people. I mean, he talks about everybody, regardless mm-hmm. of what race, what what sexuality, everything. He talks about everybody. And I tell you what, the same people that are coming after him were laughing at him when he's saying the n word, talking about black people and other people. Oh, they chuckling up, slapping their knee, high fiving. Like, yeah. But then when he zeroes in on your your community and, and, and what you – then you get offended. I know. Jason Pratt goes after everyone. Look at his history. He, from his show – oh, man made fun of slavery, for God's sake. He made fun of slavery. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone made a big deal out of that. Man had a sketch about slavery, which is actually what's funny. Yeah. He made a sketch yeah. about slavery. And, he, and on top of that, he said in content, he explained the sketch also. So here's the thing. We don't realize he does explain stuff during, before, during, and after he says a story or a joke. He's he's telling you the content, explaining everything to you. But you hear what you want to hear, and you want to protest with what you want to protest. And I'm like, like I said, I, I'm gonna say it. If you don't get him for one thing, get him for everything. If that's the case, don't just single him out for mm-hmm. one thing because he said a lot of stuff. Not in this in this one, but in the five previous shows. That was about. Everyone, including black men, was dropping it inward like it was going out of style. But not one one person raised an eyebrow. Not one person said, I'm walking now. Snatch it down. No one said yeah. a thing. It's like, oh, that's fine. Yeah, he said we say it ourselves. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's hypocritical. It's hypocritical. Like I said, it, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. It's as if he that's what he built his whole routine on, or that's what his that's who what he's all about. Okay. When he did explain they everything, to, he explained. They need to the shut him down on a lot of things right now because they feel that by them screaming out, "Oh, I feel offended," and then people run to their aides all the time. It's like, come on now, you know, it, it can't be just running to your aides and nobody else. If you feel offended sure. again, don't watch it. Don't watch right. it. Nobody's holding mm-hmm. a gun to you and say, hey, you better watch this. No, turn the channel. Watch something else. Mm-hmm. But you can't That's take true. offense because of, your, your, you know, that, because of the choices that you made, you know, of changing yourself into a man if you're a woman or changing yourself into a woman if you're a man. That's your preference. Mm-hmm. You got to have a backbone because – there's always going to be somebody talking about you. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Always. You mm-hmm. can't shut everybody down. Yeah. I, I, I did it a day. Um, I hope, you know, you take him up on their, on his offer. Like, look, you want to holler at me? Come at me. We'll talk one-on-one or whatever. Right. And I explain myself this, that, and the other. So 
Hopefully they'll, they'll take him up on it. We'll see what happens as time goes on. But I just again I just find it very hypocritical in in terms of uh, you go after single him out for one thing. You do a walk out on one thing, but not everything that he did and everything that he said, which is not it's kind of harsh. You know what I mean? Like I don't pre, you know I'm a big fan of his. But I don't like him dropping the n word, but again no one raised the eyebrow at all. It's oh that's fine. Ha, ha, ha. No, but of he, course you not. Know, whatever. Of course um, not. Oh, he's talking about to... us who are gay. I'm sorry, yeah. we're transgender. You know what? Again, that's your preference. So be it. But, again, I don't care about what y'all say, what y'all trying to do to Dave Chappelle or nothing. I don't care about any of that. I hope Netflix keep them. The show stays on air. If you don't like it, you know what? Too bad. They have it. Uh, what else you want to get into? I don't know how true this is, but <laughs> I found a, a, a reading of Mike Tyson versus Logan Paul is expected to take place in February of 2022, allegedly. You heard it. Former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson is expected to be the next in line to fight social media influencer Logan Paul. Why? Why, Mike Tyson? Why? This is according to a recent report by social media outlet Drama Alert, um, shown, which was shown below on here. The complete details are unknown at this time, but the report suggests Tyson versus Paul will unfold in February of 2022. That gives us four months to prepare for what will be one of the biggest comeback events of the year. No, it won't. <laughs> no, it won't. Tyson 55 returned to the world of boxing of November of, of last year uh, for an exhibition match, uh, which uh, fellow legend Roy Jones Jr., despite his time off, um, Tyson looked tremendous. In his first action in 15 years, Tyson ended up fighting Jones into a draw, which was really not a draw. Tyson won, but that's my opinion. Um, but he opened some eyes with his full, ferocious punching. Um, it will be interesting to see how the former champion fares against someone as young as um, as Paul, but Tyson will clearly have a technical advantage, of course. Paul is 26, coming off a massive um, um, pay-per-view boxing match against pound-for-pound -pound legend Floyd Mayweather Jr. Um, this dude never won the fight. He lost every fight that he fought. Um, the social media star was obviously outclassed in the fight, but he went eight rounds with money, um, Mayweather, and proved he is vi uh, a vi uh, viable fighter um, inside the ring. Paul will have uh, will have to punch harder and tuck his chin more against Tyson, um, but he'll have another chance to knock off one of boxing's greatest names. Um, this is another buffoonery. Fight and for somebody said this is going to be the biggest. It's not going to be the biggest. It's not going to be the biggest. He's fighting against somebody who never won and he's a YouTuber, and they're talking about that. That that he solidified himself as a as a boxer. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. This is a fight that I would not want to see. I would rather see Tyson fight one of the other legends that's out there who is a true fighter. Not somebody like this. I didn't think Tyson was going to go or stoop this low to, you know, want to go after somebody like that, um, as, as such as Logan Paul. You know, it, it, it's really not worth it. It's really not worth it. And it's going to be a pay-per-view event, I'm sure. 
people spending money for this, they will be fools to want to do that. This is going to be an easy win for Tyson if this fight is is, is actually going to happen, if it happens. You know, um, they say allegedly it'll be February 2022. We'll see. But I hope it doesn't happen. I hope that Tyson goes against one of the other legends out there, whether it's, um, you know, I I wouldn't even want to see Holyfield anymore. Let's say a Lennox Lewis or, or one of the other um, people out there, somebody else. But um, it's not a fight of the year, um, of next year. It's not going to be a fight of next year. People are going to hype it up to be that way. And you know how the Paul brothers are. They like to hype things up to make it bigger than what it really is. So this is going to be foolish. This is going to be stupid. I'm not watching it. I'm sure you're not going to watch it, Carl. <laughs> I'm sure many other people probably feel the same way and not going to want to watch it. What do you think about this stupidness? I remember back uh, about a couple of weeks ago to maybe a month ago, I said on the I read on the show that the only way he would do it is if he was paid a hundred million to to do the fight. Uh, I must like disagree with you on this. Well, number one, I want him to see fight Logan Paul because I want him to beat the hell out of him because apparently no one else can and scared to. So I like to see him. No, 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 no. This is this is um, Logan Paul who never won. This is the brother matter. who he never won. Play. He's 0 for 3. This he's is still, not the one who won. Play, still, but nevertheless, he still talks shit. He always still talks shit. He still thinks he's God's gift to boxing. So Logan, Jake, whoever, I still want him to break him down because he still talks in the media like he's all that for some reason. Um, and no one's really – I mean, I mean Tyson will beat him down, like beat him down, old school Tyson way. Well, he talks it's going to be that way. It's going to be easy. First no, round. You, you know what? Um – who fought, who, who fought Mayweather? Was it Logan or Jake? That was Logan. Jake is the one who haven't lost yet. It's Logan Paul who lost right. all three so of his Logan, fights. So who won the Mayweather one? Was it was it a was it Mayweather or was it a tie? I think it was a tie. I think they tied. No, Mayweather won. Okay. Uh, my point is this. He hasn't been knocked out. He carried him. The Mayweather one, he carried him, which was stupid. I still, because he still talk a lot of crap, I still want him, he needs a good ass kicking for him to stop boxing, period. He just does. Because if you keep carrying him and you keep giving him opportunities, he's still going to continue to make a mockery of the sport. Okay. He needs. He's he, still he, going to he, do he, it. Wait, 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 he needs this, number one. Number two, I don't think it's really going to happen. I think, like I said, Tyson's demand is too high, number one. Um and number and and then on top of that, uh, it's not too many legends is going. It look like they're not going. Not too many legends are is going to make a fight. I don't think. I don't like I said. I don't see the Lennox Lewis thing supposed to happen within this year. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, we all know Van. I hope Van don't even try to get back into the ring. Um, a lot of other boxers. A lot of other boxers look like they just do not need to be in the ring at all. Period. Yeah. Yeah, um, Riddick Bowe. But it's, a, it's an exhibition. It's nothing serious. Um, if this way you can make ty- money for Tyson, why not? It's not like a, a serious thing. It's an exhibition. It's, it's entertainment. It's fine. I don't, well, don't want to see that in exhibition. Neither one of neither one of them is going to actually rank anywhere. Tyson's not really going to do anything if he decides to do it. Neither is Logan Paul. It's nothing really going on in boxing, quite frankly, outside of 
the so Wilder uh, Wilder fight recently. Um, yeah. Tyson Fury. Tyson also really Tyson did express that he wants to fight um, Tyson Fury. He did express um, um somebody asked him that question um, just recently um, if he's willing to to fight Tyson Fury, and he said yes. That he's he's so willing to fight Tyson you, Fury. Would you, would you rather see Tyson Fury beat down, or kind of beat beat down on 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 Tyson in a real legitimate fight? Because Tyson, to give it to him, I think Fury. I don't know. Sometimes certain legends should not really get back all the way fully in the ring. Uh, and I, and I question that a little bit. Um, yeah, that would um, make me a little nervous. That would make me a little nervous. You know, to 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 be honest with you. Um, yes, Tyson is up there in age, but when he get into the ring or something into that magnitude like that, it's whoever gets caught first. And I think Tyson still has the ability to catch on Fury and knock him out. It's already proven that Fury chin is not, you know, um, that that strong. You know, right, he can be Fury dropped. Out. So take, if take if, if Tyson catch him and he's him. more, hold on, he's more savvy than um. Deontay Waller. Deontay Waller cannot fight at all. He just relied on his power punch, his right hand, but he can't fight at all. You got Ty- Mike Tyson who can actually fight and who can okay. move and throw right, jabs. Right. And... Two things. One, it could be a trap fight. You know, when people trap fight, mm-hmm. what do you mean trap fight? It's like in sports where you think a, a, a good team go in and take a lesser, a, a worse team, a horrible team. They go in like, yeah, I got this. And a trap fight is, or a game would be that lesser talented team upsets that more better, more talented team. This could be a trap fight. It could be. I'm playing devil's advocate. It could be against them. You know what I mean? I'm not going to – I'm just saying it could be a trap fight. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he might get them. Then again, he might not. He might might get the best of them. You never, you, you never know. It could go either way. I won't. It I don't think it'll be a slaughter because you're going with an active, an active boxer. So right. Let's say, well, since you want him to go forward in the boxing, well, let's just remove, let's remove Fury out and put somebody else in. Would you still feel the same mm-hmm. way? Would you still feel the same way that he can take on any of these active boxers now? In general, it, it, and, and you know, anything regular? can happen. Look at look at when George Foreman, when he fought, uh, the, the, he came back into boxing. He when he won that um belt again, when he was um ranking back up and he won that belt, he was fought who was it, um Jerry Cooney. When he fought Jerry Cooney, Jerry Cooney was much younger be, than we him. Can beat, we can beat we can beat Jerry Cooney. You and I can beat Jerry Cooney. Oh, Jerry Cooney was on top of the Cooney. world at that time. But but during that time he was on top of the world. He was just beating fighters out there, and here come an older boxer as um, Evander Holyfield, and nobody expected Hol- um, not Holyfield um, Foreman. Nobody expected Foreman to win. They expected Cooney to win because he was a younger and he was a more stronger fighter to them. Okay, but he so got so knocked out. So you're saying yes? You think he could take on any of these? He can be possibly yeah, very he, competitive. He, it, he can if he catch him. If he catch him, he can drop him. What if he does? What do you mean? Let's any let's anybody be catch anybody. But I'm talking yeah, about going toe to toe. Tyson is known to knock people out. So He's known get, to have that that punch in both hands. Yes, I believe he, he can. Okay. 
I wouldn't well, suggest him to do it, but I I wouldn't suggest him to do it, but I believe he can. He can get out there and he can win a few. I'm not saying that he may win them all, but he can get out there and he can win a few with a lot of these um younger boxers out there. People didn't think Foreman was gonna be able to do it, but he did. Uh, it's a different dude, different era, different type of athlete, dude. I'm telling you, I, I, I don't a know. lot of these. A, a, and and you Tyson know was much older. Tyson was much old. Is much older than Foreman. Foreman came out. He was forty between forty and forty four. A lot Tyson of these. A lot of these athletes. A lot of these boxers in here are runners. They're not boxers. A lot of them, um, especially in that division, are more runners than than actual stand up boxers. When when Foreman was fighting back then, these people were toe to toe going at each other. Right. Again, yeah, and he was younger too. Remember when he got back in it? Tyson is mid to late fifties. Former was early forties. There's a huge age. Right. He was in his forties. Cooney was what in his twenties? No, Cooney was not in his twenties. Cooney was like early thirties. By that time, Cooney was in his early thirties. He was not in the season. He was in his early thirties. He was between thirty and thirty-two. He wasn't. He wasn't, uh, Foreman he wasn't, wasn't expected to win that fight. It was right. um, Cooney because time. Cooney was more active and he was just wiping out that heavyweight division, beating down um, right. a lot of. That was Cooney actually. I, I believe that was his first loss. All right. His first yeah. loss was to um, Foreman. He got knocked out. Right. And again, did the age no difference. was it was it him or was it um um Larry Holmes that that gave him his first loss. It was one. It might have been I can't remember. I think it was Holmes. I think it was Holmes. It was Holmes. It, was, it wasn't Foreman. It was Holmes. It was Holmes. Because he, right, he that gave him his first loss. Promoted, he was promoted as the great white hype or great white hope to go up against, you know, the Irishman against Holmes. That was Clooney at the time. And then by the time Foreman came in the late 80s, Clooney was already kind of banged up a little bit anyway. He was kind of a little punch drunk anyway getting in there. So they were trying to push him, like, oh, you get past this old guy, which 40 and 44 was it was compared old at that time. But now, yes, Tyson's in great shape, but he's much, much older than, than, than um, Foreman was when he got in. So you got to consider that also. 40, 55, well, excuse me, 56. There's a, there's a huge difference there. There's a huge difference there. And you're right, he might be able to hold his own, one or two, and I, that's why I say stick to exhibitions, but I don't know any other legends are going to get in that ring. But this shit is not going to happen anytime soon. It's just not. Time is just flying. We're almost at the end of the year, and the Linux Lewis thing is supposed to happen. Actually, it's supposed to happen this month. Originally, they said, they said October, and we haven't heard nothing about it at all. So as time continues, I don't even think it's going to happen. The Paul Tyson thing may or may not, but, again, by that time, he's pushing 57. So, you know, it's a it's – a, if Logan Paul do take this, or might take to take this fight, <laughs> Logan Paul, two things, it's not going to help him. Because one, if he gets beat by Tyson, it's oh, you got beat by an older person. And if he, Listen, and if he, the one thing I could Tyson, say about them Paul like brothers, he on an older, and if he beats Tyson, they'll say oh, you beat up on an older boxer. So it's not going to work out for him. Well, well it may or may that's not, not going to happen. Knows. That's that's not going to happen. He's not going to beat up on Tyson because Tyson is more skilled than this dude. This dude is not really a true boxer. Tyson is actually a true boxer. But um, the one thing I could say about the about um, these 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 Paul brothers, they're smart. They're smart in making money. 
Logan Paul, he hasn't won a fight yet professionally since he's been in it. He hasn't won a fight yet, but he knows how to keep his name in there and get these big fights and come in with these big paydays. These big paydays. You know, um And that's probably why Tyson was asking for a hundred million. If he's gonna do it he wants a hundred million. And that's probably why he was asking for that. So unless he backed down his stance you know, and they get, uh, unless they can offer it, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. But he said it, he said it numerous times that the only way he'll get in there, you give him a, give him a hundred million. So who knows? I, it might back down and knock it, knock twenty down, give him eighty. You never, you never know. But that, that was, that's his asking price for him to get in that, get in the Con- ring with Logan Paul. Conditioning, so. conditioning for him is is not all that great. Also, their conditioning, their conditioning is is, is mm-hmm. horrible. You know, they burn out. And, you know, Tyson, his conditioning, you know how rigorous that is. You know, Mayweather, his conditioning is rigorous. You know, so nah. don't, don't, don't they bring outlast a lot of people. Yeah, but Mayweather yeah, could purposely carry them, and that was stupid. No, understand that, you know, because he could have dropped them at any time if he wanted to. But the the point is that his conditioning is, is, is excellent, you know, how he get out there and, you know, and get and, and get into that ring. I mean, when he fought McGregor, uh, we're talking about Mayweather. His conditioning was far greater than McGregor. McGregor was burning out. He burned out. And when he burned out, the result was he got his butt kicked. He almost got dropped. He got stopped. He could have dropped him sooner. Again, I, I, Mayweather of old, not the current one. Yes, this one that carries chumps around, I'll give him no credit for that. Because he carried them. He could have just... He, he well, Mayweather clean, slowed clean down too. Mayweather is not as sharp. Um, he's still sharp, but he's um, to me he's not as fast as he once was. Um, you know, when still, you get older, you slow down a little bit. I'm still surprised you even acknowledged that fight of all the fights he did. The, that's the one fight you don't really like, and you acknowledge that one. I'm surprised. No, I was no, it was just a point that I was proven about conditioning. Yeah, he could have dropped. Him. I mean, not like that fight, man. He could have dropped that clown. It's just, it's just slow or not. It doesn't slow or not, or whatever. He's a, he's one of the best pound for pound, and he carried them, which is a, which is, is embarrassing. It's a, it's a mockery to the sport. You get in and knock him out. He carried them the distance. He, like he, he could have cleaned the fight. He did. He should have dropped them. He, he should have knocked them out. He should have dropped them clowns, man. He should have dropped, dropped both of those clowns. He'd have got his money regardless. So. I don't know why he carried them. The pay doesn't change. If <laughs> you take care of him in the first or in the tenth, but the pay doesn't change. I'm sorry. If you know this I mean? fight so, happens between yeah. Logan Paul and, and Mike Tyson, that's going to be embarrassment to Logan Paul because he's going to get dropped early because uh, he never I felt hope, the punch like said, of a person who can hit. He's, he's, he's never felt the power of somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to get hurt. He's gonna get. He's gonna feel Tyson punches, and Tyson don't lightly punch you. He's gonna hit you. Okay, what um, mm-hmm. um Roy Jones said. Roy Jones said every punch hurt. <laughs> he said every punch hurt. Well, we'll see as time goes on. Um, Tyson representing Brownsville, Brooklyn. Gotta love him. Speaking of New York, uh, I feel like hearing New York's anthem in our next music break, and uh, we'll get into that when we come back. We got a lot more stuff to get into. Uh, Stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio.
yeah. Yeah, I'm out at Brooklyn. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the narrow. But I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra. And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem. All of my demeaning connors right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's. Took it to my sad spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like the Simmons whipping pastry. Cruising down A Street, off white Lexus. Driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Me, I'm out there bad Home of that boy Biggie, now I live on Billboard And I brought my boys with me, say what up to Tata Still sipping my tots, sitting courtside Nicks and Nets give me high five I be spiked out, I could trip a referee Tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely from
start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up In a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Top of the heap These little town blues Are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it In old New York If I can
worth of jewelry and cash. The performance uh, allegations are in a lawsuit against the company that manages the apartment complex where he lived and its concierge company. The news, uh, the Atlantic Journal Constitution reported, the newspaper said neither JLB Peachtree nor uh, concierge company uh, Pegasus Residential has answered requests for comment about the lawsuit filed last week in Gwinnett County Superior Court on behalf of Jeffrey Williams, 30 years old, stage name is Young Thug. According to the lawsuit, uh, a concierge at Trace Apartments put the bag in a secure location after the rapper accidentally left it next to his vehicle on November 1st of last year, but another employee released it to someone else. The missing bag contained a hard drive with about 200 unreleased songs that are worth at least $1 million. Uh, $1 million, a lawsuit said. The bag also held 40000 in cash, a diamond-encrusted watch worth 57000 and a $37,000 chain with inset diamonds, according to the lawsuit. A uh, lot to unpack here. Now, I'm going to step in here because I had experience, deep experience, being a concierge. And number one, um, what you're supposed to do after each shift change is you pretty much leave a law and say, all right, so-and-so left this here, um, leave it, don't touch it, you know, he'll come back for it, he's been notified by phone and email, whatever. Um, and if someone is supposed to come get it, they'll let the front desk know, and if you're not going to be there, you leave a note saying, he says so-and-so is going to show up and, and pick up the bag X, Y, and Z. When that person arrives, you ask for their ID, you check to make sure mm-hmm. that that's the person. And if you don't see any information saying someone's supposed to pick it up, then you call that person. You call the owner. The owner don't pick up, I can't release it. I'm sorry. If that person gets irate, whatever, you're doing your job, you don't release it until you get proof ahead of time or whatever or on the phone by saying, yes, let so-and-so pick up my bags. You don't just hand it over because they said something. That's rule number. You just don't do it. There's no excuse for that. I've been working here as a concierge. I worked in New York. You don't do it. That's rule number one. You gotta, you gotta cover your ass. You gotta cover your ass. You gotta cross reference. You gotta make sure you're just gonna hand people personal items over. You just don't do that. So you deserve that company. Whoever deserves to get fired and sued. That's rule number one. Your job is to protect the interests of that property, of that building, or whatever. Period. That, that's that. Now, why he would have all that shit in there, I don't know. Why would you have thousands of dollars of jewelry and, and cash in a bag? Beyond me, though, I don't know why people would do that. Um, and just leave, and just don't keep, be mindful of where you left that at. Um, that's a whole other thing, which is like, why would you carry that around and just not be mindful? Take that shit up to your apartment. Why? Why? Like that's number one. That thing is handcuffed to my wrist. If I got that much, two hundred unreleased <laughs> songs, over a hundred thousand dollars, it's handcuffed. With a key taped to my inner thigh, ready to take that off. I'm holding on to that thing. I'm not just going to leave it at the car and walk off. No, that thing is on me. I know I got all that valuable stuff in there. I don't understand that, though. I don't get it. I mean, wouldn't you think that they would have it, like, on the external hard drive, all that stuff, all that music? Um, he should have carried it on his carry-on bag or whatever. I mean, I would think that that was a carry-on bag that he could have taken himself. Um, but, you know, when it comes to that, people become lax at their job. You know, they become mm-hmm. so relaxed that, you know, they, they're too comfortable in giving things away. 
Um, yes, it was the fault of that, you know, person for giving away, you know, um, his, his, you know, giving away his belongings to somebody else without confirmation. He should have done that. I mean, I'm sure disciplinary action will will uh, have to, will be taken or have it or have been taken already. Excuse the flub, mm-hmm. y'all. But um, to have all that, you know how rappers do. You know how a lot of these entertainment mm-hmm. they want to floss, so they carry every jewelry that they possibly own, or they carry a bag full of money. Um, that's what they do. You know, uh, I'm not saying that it's right that they should do that. I mean, you know, come on, you know, you carrying these things like that. You're looking to be a target. You're looking mm-hmm. to be a target. People see you and mm-hmm. know that you're carrying these things. They're going to go after it. They're going to do what they can to say, hey, you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm part of um, um, Young Doug's team or whoever team um, came to pick up his bag. That person's going to give it to them. Not saying that that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to get the confirmation from that person saying, hey, this person by this name is going to pick it up. You check their ID. Make sure that's the person yep. that's supposed to be picking up that 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 bag. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 unfortunate that that happened. You know, again, that person probably already had been discipl- uh, disciplined. Uh, you know, hopefully he didn't lose his job, but he probably did. You know, for making a, a huge mistake like that, because now that company is going to have to. If he don't have, uh, well, I'm sure that they have insurance on all that stuff, except for probably the music, you know. But I'm sure mm-hmm. that um, everything is insured, you know, the jewelry and all that stuff. But those things don't have to be replaced. They don't have to, you know, come up with the the, the money for it. But you know, the the insurance company will pay him. Will pay him. You know, I'm sure he got insurance for all that stuff if he's smart. If he's a smart man. Yeah, I mean, but but the cash itself, but the cash itself, he had in there, you know. Uh, no, he lost that. Day, he lost that. That's yeah, he lost that for good. He lost. He lost that. So obviously, in my opinion, I think it might have been an inside job. What I mean by that, in terms of inside his camp, because who else would have known him in there? Who else right. would have known him in there? Come on, I'm gonna pick up his bag. Okay, but who else? Like I said, who else would have known that he left that there? And they came up and asked, oh, yeah, okay. Or someone he knows, like, oh, yo, I'm, yo, uh, my man left a bag here for me. Somebody he pissed off yeah. and he knew whatever. Or, he doubled back and he's like, whatever. You know what I mean? Or there's, a, um, or there's a possibility that, you know, you notice that a lot of these uh, entertainers, they like to tell everything that they're doing, every move they make. So they get out there and they get on social media and they say, hey, I'm going to be in this city at this time, this date. When you do that, there's so many criminals that's watching the social media. They're going to be there. They're going to watch. That's true. They're going to see that's true. As soon as you get off, they're going to make their move. Yo, I can't believe this happened. Yo, I left my bag full of this, this, and this. I can't believe that. Yo, hope the concierge watches. You're right. I can see that. In this day and age, everybody likes to talk shit on social media, tell, everybody, tell everyone their whereabouts and what they did and yeah. what, what time they pooped and all that stuff. And Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right. Um <laughs> that's crazy. Um so Dr. Dre was served divorce documents at a cemetery, um, as his grand grandmother uh, laid, uh was laid rest. Um so it was the Inglewood Park Cemetery and um several employees of the cemetery 
said um, Dre was never saying they now people saying he was in the parking lot. People at the cemetery said Dr. Dre wasn't in the parking lot. He was at the grave at the grave site of his grandmother. So the the, the person came up to them to him, and while they're about the Lord's grandmother, and had him papers. So first of all, I would have snapped on someone. I'd have, I'd have choked the motherfucker out and threw him on top of the casket. Someone did that to me. So. So this divorce has been extremely contentious, and, and, some, and something happened, the article says, this past week, uh, that it just like, shows sheer bitterness. So a process server from his ex-wife attempted to serve him legal docs. You know, he was getting married. I mean, again, with the grandmother was at. So the dispute was over exactly how and when he, where he was confronted. Now, everyone is saying in this article <clears throat> that, he was around him like he was at the gravesite. The guy that was serving the paper said he was in the parking lot. Nevertheless, nevertheless, it's wrong. Cemeteries, period. You see, you know, it's in their funeral. You're like, oh, oh, let me fall back a little bit and let me wait another day or whatever the case may be. So the papers in, in the papers involve payments of Nicole's attorney fees. Um, there's a dispute over how much he was supposed to pay. Uh, the music mogul paid $325,433. The judge signed an order that he owed a total of one of $1,550,000. Dr. Dre believes that amount is an error, and he paid the full fee. Nicole says the, uh, says the order is clear, uh, and Dr. Dre owes a balance of $1,224,567. The legal docs that were served include the judge's final order of $1,550,000. Now, like I said, we said months in advance, when we thought it was ugly, it's getting worse now. It's getting much worse now. Because not only that he's got to pay a lot more, a little bit more money, it's how you went about it and where you did it at. And I don't know about you, though, or anybody out there listening, but I'm in a time of mourning a family member Especially a grandmother, I'm in that, you know, I'm in a what a dark headspace, and you come up, hey, hey, hey uh, I'm serving you. Nah, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big brouhaha. You're going to have to get the cops off me, off his ass, because I'm going to have to jump on him. Because I think that is, whether it's parking lot or not, I think the whole thing is, is unprofessional across the board, period. You just, that's just something that can <laughs> yeah. be, yeah, it, it, it is, unfortunate. I mean, you know, She's trying to rape him for everything, you know. Um, is she bitter? Yes, <laughs> very bitter. Um, you, think? you know, going after everything. Yeah, very bitter. Um, as far as uh, being served while he's at his grandma's grave, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that's right. It's It's wrong in every way, but maybe that person – couldn't get to him any other way but there, knowing that he was going to be there. You know, you, you really though. It, it's a possibility because you know Trey, he travels all the time. He's always on the move, so sometimes it's hard for them to get to a person when they're always on the move. This is um, a person, you know, in the industry, so he's always traveling, doing things. You know, I mean, they could have got him in his studio while he's working. I'm sure they could have got him there. But the security might be so tight in there that they may not even allow the person in there. 
And I'm sure security was tired of the gray set, but he still got the tunnel the way to get on get, um, get on there. I'm sure he just wasn't there with his family. I'm sure he had security. I'm sure he did. So, I, look, I, I find that no excuse at the end of the day. There's something called a professional courtesy, and it's one of those things like, all right, I'm going to have to try another way. I'm not going to just come up and, and disrespect this man right then and there in front of, you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's, a, it's a courtesy thing. And I'm sure there's a lot of other ways in this day and time they can get at him. He's not, like, isolated in a bubble. You know, traveling or not, you can still get him. They get a lot of people. This is their job. What you get paid to do is is to serve papers. That's your job. Is no matter what. Yeah, to serve papers, but they they can't actually serve it to you until you take it. Once you take it, then you're served. If he refused to take it and he walks away from it, he don't know anything. They didn't serve it to him. Yeah, they could drop it in well, front of him, but he don't pick it up. Of course. But, but my they, point is, if he opens up his door and they throw it in there, it's served. Oh, yeah. But my point is, at a gravesite, though, period. Really? At a gravesite where you're mourning your grandmother? Where is yeah, it a, like a, I said, a hard... I as, as I said before, I'm not saying it's right. It's wrong in every way, you know, um, in, in my opinion. But I guess the guy had to do what he had to do. I guess it was just easy for him to get to him. I guess. I guess. I, I ain't buying that whole he travel, we can't catch him thing. And it's daytime, you can get anybody. Trust me. And I'm sure his wife is paying top dollar for the best law firm with the best servers that money can buy. So it ain't like some penny ante dude from a well, check cashing place that's serving papers. She probably got top notch people who can probably travel along with them in that city. It has been done. I think that was petty and bullshit. I think it was, like you said, it was probably an easy way to get it get it off of him, if he took the papers at all, quite frankly. Um, and I'm surprised dude didn't get a broken jaw or a black eye, because I'm sure he, he should have had it coming. It's just certain things you just don't cross the line and do. And somebody's morning, I'm like, all right, I'll get you another time or whatever. You have PIs and people. I'm sure she got the best of the best with the money that she's paying for or asking for what she has already to make sure that, you know, he pays. Mm-hmm. And she's pissed off. She's angry. She wants what she wants. And we said it lately. We said it last year, yeah. said earlier this year. It's going to continue to get very, very it, it, It's going to get uglier. It's going to get uglier. Um, again, you know, we, we can sit here and talk about it, but we don't know what went on behind closed doors between those two. So, you know, for her to be so bitter and to to go after, it, it, it may not even be about the money. It could be about just sticking it to him, you know, just to, always, so, he can, so he can feel it. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, of course she's going to want the money, but she wants him to suffer. <laughs> Again, we don't know what went on behind closed doors. You know, because we weren't there. We could sit here and talk about, you know, especially what is um, written about it. But behind closed door, it could have been a totally different situation. Um, and I'm sure it was about money also. Uh, we're going to come back to some stuff he wants to get into. It's not money. Uh, <laughs> dude, it's uh, – I, I got to explain. I got to – I'll probably take you off air. Anyway, um, so I'm going to get everybody all riled up. Uh, we're going to go to a music break. Uh, come back, Zog out some things we'll get into, and uh, I got something on one of Zog's favorite hip hop artists also. So all that and more. Stick around, NYPA Entertainment Radio. <laughs> 
know just how it had to be. Just take a look around, boy. Can't see eyes up on Russian. Girls are just running. With rocks and scratch. While her more percussion. Setting the stage for the stage to get set off. I bust a rhyme on the dance and just get off. So get off because you bit off more than you can chew. Now watch the dynamic duo do. Well, it'll go-go thing. Come on, rock and swing. You gotta roll with kid and play. Now everybody sing. Right. 
gavel for making his business. I cut off a part of your brain that's listening to you. Put it in from out of hiding, put it on the chest. You can show it to your friends and sleep at home still. Can't do me nothing, can't tell me nothing. Don't post it every because I'm doing the Lovato. Like a wheelie, a bike, you know 
Rock the mic, roll the Philly up tight, you know I like it though, she's so international Seems to me, me, you a queen to be You mean girl, but you don't mean to be Got your crown and your throne, little castle You can rest your dome and we can smoke a little green to read, you know Getting that dough, get it and go on this cruise I'm taking it slow, you painting your toes and it's cool Fuck with your dude, I'm fucking with you Like an overnight celebrity, miss nothing Yo. to lose Hey, hey, miss lady, my boricua I heard your apple bomb like bonita Your accent telling me you from the east side Take off your shoes, you about five feet high I get high, what about you? A jungle brother and baby, I house you Your feet looking real good in them house shoes You're not a groupie, you're internet Entertainment Radio. Let's keep it moving. What do you, you want to get into, Zell? We're going to get into Alec Baldwin and um, the tragic um, event that happened on the set of Rust, his new movie. Um, <clears throat> we had um, producer, actor Alec Baldwin. Um, he said on this past Friday that his heart is broken following the fatal on-set shooting of cinematographer uh, Ms. Hutchins and pledged to cooperate with the law enforcement. Um, in his first comment about Thursday deadly incident on the set of his movie um, in New Mexico, which the name I said um, earlier is called, is known as Rust, um, Baldwin said he's in contact with uh, Hutchins' family. Um, and quote, there's no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of uh, Helena um, Hutchins, a wife, mother, and deeply admired colleague of ours, Baldwin tweeted on Friday. Um, I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation um, to address how this tragedy occurred, and I am in touch with her husband, offering my support to him and his family. Baldwin wrote, um, my heart is broken for her husband, their son, and all who knew and love her. Um, of course, um, Baldwin, who was 63, fired the prop gun that killed Hutchins, 42, um, and wounded director uh, Joel uh, Souza, who was 48, um, and in Santa Fe um, Sheriff Department said, as they said. But um, it is unfortunate that, you know, this, this tragedy happened. Um, you know, from my knowledge with prop guns, you know, um, they said that it was, um, one of the prop guys who handed him the, uh, the gun and said that it was fully, um, safe. Alec Baldwin fired the, the shot that killed, um, um, Ms. Hutchins, um, who was a cinema photographer. Now, my knowledge is that with prop guns, Normally, the chambers will be a little narrow and the, the barrel will be a little narrow that if it was a live round, that it wouldn't be able to go through it, uh, from my understanding. Um, you know, from my past, you know, years of working behind the scenes and, and, you know, 
explain that to me um, because you work behind the scene as well. Um, I know that things like that happen, especially with the Brandon, you know, Brandon Lee, where, you know, a, a, a similar situation happened on that where a prop gun was handed to the person. He fired the shot. Brandon Lee was hit. He laid on the ground for a while. Nobody checked on him, and, and, and um, he, unfortunately, he passed on from it. Um, but, you know, this is unfortunate. But, yes, um, please explain, um, you know, to everybody what, they, what do you think. I mean, because that is what I've learned, that, you know, prop guns shouldn't be able to discharge anything because of the narrowness of the, the barrel and the – the the chamber. Um, normally, from what I understand, it shouldn't be. It usually shouldn't be any live rounds in it. Period. Um, right. So that that along with uh, the Brandon Lee situation from thirty years ago was always confusing to me on why there were live rounds in a prop gun, um, especially this day day and age of technology and and the whole nine. Um, that uh, that right there is number one. Like, what, what is live rounds going in there? It should be usually shoot blanks or whatever. Uh, so I don't I really don't know. Normally things are, and I'm sure they will be definitely going forward. But normally these uh, these props are thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly checked ever since the Brian Brandon Lee situation. Now they're going to be even more. Probably a lot of restrictions going forward. Uh, when using uh, uh, prop guns or whatever type of weapons on on set, um, it's going to be a lot of training, a lot of lot of a lot of things going to happen now, going forward for any type of action movie westerns or uh, suspense, anything is using any type of weapon, whether it's a knife or a prop. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of training. Um, it's going to be someone who's going to be behind someone, who's going to be behind someone to make sure everything is checked thoroughly going forward. Now, you know, every now who do you or, believe? Or TV show, so, you know. Right. But who do you believe should be liable for this? Should Alec Baldwin himself be liable, or for the person who handles the prop should be liable for this? Uh, it's hard to say because he is one of the executive producers of the movie. Um, in general, it's it's hard to say. Uh, it could have just been a simple mistake, or a slight oversight. Um, I don't know. I can give you. I can give you a straight answer on that one. I don't know. It's a lot of factors. Who handled it first? But prior to that person, uh, who was supposed to check it? Why? It's a lot of stuff that goes into that. He's gonna get blamed regardless because it's his it's his film. He's executive producing. So, and. He already had, from what I read briefly or glanced at, he was already having problems on the set with the crew in general. I think the crew walked off on him uh, before this happened. Um, I heard right. the protocol with the, with, with the uh, with COVID wasn't up to standard, so he was having problems with this uh, with this film prior to this tragic incident that happened. So uh, he might not get his something. Other question. He might not go. It may not. Right. May not other be questions that, directly, um, but... Hold on one second. There's other question that alarms me as well. Um, he's handed up the, the prop gun. Why is he pointing it at his crew member and pulling the trigger? I guess he maybe I don't know. 
or maybe maybe he thought it was blank. Maybe she was standing there and he just pointed it just to be pointing it. I don't think he directly pointed at her. Maybe she was standing there and he was thinking it's blanks and not thinking. I, I don't know. Um, and I forgot I was going to say originally, but I don't know. That's just a, it's a lot of things that are going to come out. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of things that's going to come out soon. They're going to do a, a nice little deep dive on maybe why was he pointing at her? Why was it live rounds? What was she doing at the time? What was it? So a lot of stuff is going to definitely come yeah. out of, uh, within the next you few know, days to weeks on what happened. I, you know, it's it's something that you brought up. Um, I didn't know that that he had problems with certain crew members and they walked out. So that what led me to come up with the question is, you know, why would he point the gun at a crew member? You know, it, yeah, it's supposed to be a prop gun. It's supposed to be um you know, blinks in it, but, you know, they're not the actors on the set. If that was to use to, uh, for a certain scene, then it should be used for that certain scene, you know, but why would he point it at a crew member? I, that that what I find alarming, and you cleared it up by saying that he did have some problems. I don't know if it was that, that particular person. Or it could have been, you know, one of the other crew members. But, you know, it just I just find it alarming why he would actually, uh, you know, take the gun and point it at a crew member. Uh, which is any crew member, cinematographer for the film. So who knows? Right. Um, she, could have been line, she could have been lining up for a shot also, um, saying, you know, point it, whatever. Uh, who knows? We, we, don't, we don't know. It's one of the things that's going to come out. Why, when, where, um, soon enough is a lot, a lot of questions uh, that need to be answered about this whole thing, not just this or just how the set was in general, which is starting to leak out now on how the set prior to this, like I said, was it not a very fun, joyous set? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's tragic. It's messed up, and I'm sure more horrible things is going to spill out in the next couple of days. <laughs> um, so, forget Kanye West. He's now officially just yay. Kanye West is no more after uh, fill, after filing paperwork to change his name. The rapper born Kanye Amari West finally get, he, get what he asked for, and he, he will be allegedly known as yay. Judge Michelle Williams granted the change on Monday in California, in the California courthouse after the rapper filed a petition to change his name in August. Uh, the musician hinted the change as far back as 2018 when he released his studio album, Yay, and several months later tweeted um, the being formerly known as Kanye West, I am Yay. Back in 2019, uh, West suggested he might legally change his name to Christian Genius Billionaire. Uh Christian G's billionaire Kanye West for a little bit. Uh, the rapper's name change is just one of the several recent big shifts in his life. His wife, Kim Kardashian West, filed for divorce back in February after the pair who share who share four young children have reportedly been living apart for some time. The musician also released his highly anticipated album Donda in August. It debuted at the top of the Billboard Top 200 album charts, making him only the seventh artist to have. Ten number one albums, according uh, according to Billboard. Um, 
this is this to me, in my opinion, is someone who's just bored. Just bored. Just got nothing else to do. I'm going to change my name. I'm surprised he, he didn't try to change it to a symbol. Um, and just why he just the second time changing it? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. Instead of going through all the paperwork and saying I legally changed my net, my name to Yay, they say, "Hey, everybody, just call me Yay." <laughs> That's it. Just call me Yay. That's it. You ain't gotta legally change Nickname. it. Just call me Yay. Nickname. Just call me Yay. Hit me up. Call me Yay. You ain't gotta go through the whole paperwork and saying Yay. You know what I mean? Just call, just call me Yay. Simple as that. I'm not gonna go pay thousands of dollars. You know, for y'all to say, call me, you know, my legal name is KG. Just call me KG. I'm not going to, le- like, legally, let's say yay. All right, when we call yay, we call you yay. That's fine. However, however, you know, you know, Kanye's a cool name. Like, why change it? There's too much time on his hands, man. Too much time on his hands. Too much time. I don't know. What do you think about um, He He knows how to keep his name out there. Um, he knows how to, 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 get all his fans, the media, everybody to gravitate towards him, to keep himself relevant. He knows how to do that. He's an he's a, a expert at doing that. Um, he done studied the likes of, you know, the people before him, such as Michael Jackson, Madonna, um, and so many other people out there. Um, controversy, Craig Cash. He knows how to keep it out there. Um, um Celebrities are unique and to each um, um, its own. He's a good marketer. He's a he's he's a good marketer. He knows how to market his brand. Now I don't know if you see um, his new brand of of, of Yeezys. Um, we showed the one that he had before that looked like um, eggshells on the sneaker. Mm-hmm. Well, there's another one out. <laughs> there's another one out, and it and it looks. Nothing like it's from this planet. It looks something that's, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, moon boots, like something that you wear out in space or something. I mean, it looks horrible. I'm going to say that. It looks horrible. But, again, he knows how to market it. Um, people are definitely going to wear these. It's, it's going to market as uh, $250 um, coming soon, but um, people are already um, talking about it. Um um, throughout the last six years, Kanye has put out some incredible shoes uh, with the Easy brand, and there's no doubt that he has even more great models um, on the horizon. Some, sometimes, however, Kanye comes out with a shoe that is simply way too out there for people to want to wear. And I sent you the picture, um, so you need to check it out to see what it looked like. Um, I sent it to you. Um, Typically, Kanye models um, are met with disbelief, and then eventually people accept them as pretty fire. A great example of this, um, the Adidas Yeezy foam runner, which was roasted upon release, but now it has um, heralded as one of the most, uh, one of the more forward-thinking shoes to come from Yeezy factory. Um, Smart man, (laughs) smart man. You know, by by coming out with something like this, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he looked at it and said, you know what, this is not the greatest looking shoe, but he put it out there knowing that 
people are going to talk about it. People are going to talk about it, and they're talking about it. And guess what? People are going to wear them. They're going to spend that $250 or more to wear the shoes just because it's from Kanye. It, 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 it's a fact. It's going to happen. But um, I shared the, the, the um, picture with you on, on your message. You check it out, and you tell me what you think about it after our break from, the, um, you know, music. And, um, yeah, address it here and, and let everybody know what you think of what these shoes look like. Um, but he's a genius at it. He's, he's, he knows how to market things and keep people no, um, um, in tune. I don't know. We ain't wait till the break. It's, anything he makes is ugly, so they're ugly. <laughs> they're ugly. <laughs> anything he touches, but like you said, his name is what is what drives the sales. I don't. It's, it's his name. It's the fact that it's coming from him and hardcore Kanye fan. Oh, excuse me. I apologize. Hardcore Ye fans um, are going to pick up whatever he does. He could. He could pretty much. Uh, take a shit in the toilet and sell it, and people get it because it's his shit, you know, because it's just it's Kanye shit. And that's what the boots look like, shit. So there you go. Anything he designed he wouldn't be. Just, he wouldn't be worth $1.8 billion if he didn't know what he was doing. You got nothing to do with you don't know what you're doing. It's just, it's, it's just not good. He, you he like knows. Him? He you, knows. <laughs> you like him? He's keeping like, it out there. No, I, I don't yeah, like the, 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 the brand, but good. he knows how to keep his name out there. He knows what's going to work. Um, you know, so again, that, well, that, yeah, but, I'm looking but, at the shoe. The yeah. shoe don't look great, but people are going to buy it because yeah, it's, like a big name. it's Kanye's name brand. It's, it's, and be, yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yay, man. <laughs> Yay's brand. Yay's brand. So whatever Yay touches, what Yay does, he promotes it. But like I said, he's a student of the game. He knows um, how to market himself and change his name, like you know, like before. It just keeps tongues wagging and the whole nine. But I, like I said, regardless if he knows what he's doing or not, you ask what I think of it. I think whatever he designs is ugly. It just don't. It's not. It's not. It doesn't float my boat. It's not something I would wear, let alone pay for. So I mean, it's a sucker born every minute. So if people think they like him, they like him. Go ahead and buy it. Go ahead and spend your hard-earned money on that crap. That's good. You need to make him rich. So I just think it just isn't – I don't like what I see. It's just nothing. His hoodies that we talked about is just generic hoodies, but because it's his name, people are going to buy it. He can shit in the toilet paper and hand it out there on eBay. Somebody will buy it because he shit on toilet paper because his name is Ye or Kanye or whatever you want to call him, Yeezy or Christian <laughs> Christian billionaire genius, as he like to call himself. Um, so, yeah, yeah, uh, enough of Kanye, uh, excuse me, yay. Uh, when we come back, we got some more things to get into before we wrap things up here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Yeah, it's time, Black, it's time. You feel that magnetic, right? Let's get them. And we're all just folks in a big old wheel. Hoping, turning, trying to roll up hill. Twist that cap, nigga, pop that steel. If the don't get them in the cocaine wheel. And you know, and you know, and you know that it's real. Yeah. But you don't know, you don't really know how to feel. Trust is costly. Ain't life a bitch, 
girl just divorced me Time peace frosty That's why you only get one chance to cross me Three different chicks, one caramel mocha coffee Heaven help me Cause I'm still caught in the wind Luxury car living, I'm ally hopping The album's dropping Deucey champagne, the handy gallons popping Processing the accolades of life Calculating the hate, evaluating the prices known My style alone, I could carry my own Calm demeanor, though with various tones I've aged hell when your features is as fresh as your sneakers You age well from the beat forever Or beat for puffers that make bell won't tell, been through it, been influenced, been a student, bossed up, it's been a movement, can't stop it, rocking chains and flying objects, frames over the optics, I refrain to gossip, gotta get it, it's vivid, defining physics, for minding critics, my kind is exquisite, respect first, then we focus on net worth, that's how I work from the dirt when it's thirst and death flows. And we're all just folks in a big old field, hoping, turning, trying to roll up hill, twist that cap, nigga, pop that steel. Pump, don't get them in the cocaine with They're killing you know, themselves you know, you know that it's real Yeah oh, But you don't know you don't really know How to feel Kids in the dope bodies We popping the most molly Provoke homies That's why it's cocked and close by me Clear vision Never steer my ears listen I hear different It's a scarce weird condition Send whoever, he can't hold me Dance like the ran on the court A young Kobe, son cozy Backspin, I'm past in What I spill can make an ice grill nigga crack a grin Gotta school him Too many fraudulents to fool him One, to him Or the police or I'ma do him It's dysfunction In the mix, don't miss nothing From crap flips to now rap shit It's just hustling Follow suit Find a circle on alley-oop And you too can hop in Ferraris and Audi Coops King status Throw from dreams that seem lavish But anything attached to a fiend can bring that And we're all just folks in a big old hill Hoping, turning, trying to roll up hill Twist that cap, nigga, pop that steel Pump, don't get them in the cocaine with And you know, and you know, and you know That it's real, yeah But you don't know, you don't really know How to feel The saga continues Alright, 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 alright,
Um, <clears throat> you know, he's, he's, he constantly stay um, in trouble with the law. And, you know, he's, he's in his 60s now, right? Yeah. He's in his 60s well, now. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's about time for him to, like, um, wake up now and, like, you know, just stop doing what he's doing. I commend him for um, being sober for how many months, they said? Fifteen. No, a year. Fifteen months. A you year, know. fifteen. Fifteen months of smoking cigarettes. Right, and and alcohol. He he quit that. He got you know he's clean from that as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I commend him for you know achieving that. Um, but the domestic um, situation that's something that you know people don't take lightly. Um, I don't condemn him. You know, attacking and beating on you know his woman. But then again. Like I said, it's two sides to the story. We don't know what happened. Maybe she beat on him, and 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 which caused him to go into attack mode. Um, again, I'm not saying that's correct. It's wrong in both ways. Whether it was him mm-hmm. attacking her first or her attacking him first, is wrong either way. Um, for a situation like that, when somebody get out of hand like that, the best option is to turn around and walk away. Leave, walk away. Cool heads, you return, you know, and, and, and talk about it. But to throw fists up and start punching on somebody, nine times out of ten, that person probably going to turn around and throw, um, um, you know, knuckle up and punch that person back. You know, so hopefully, you know, um, this all can be cleared up in court, and, you know, if this is a situation that they have going, then maybe they don't need to be together. Maybe they need to move on or they get some type of counseling and work something out. But, you mm-hmm. know, something like this don't need to continue happening, especially for Flavor Flav, you know, um, at his age. And, you know, he's a, you know, a musical icon at that, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know this is not his first bout. You know what um, I believe with domestic dispute. Um, yeah. The Kanye, the Kanye boots are ugly, but Flav's mugshot tops that. Woo, that's ugly, man. Woo, Lord. Gremlin till the end. You hear me, Zoe? You hear me, Zoe? I don't think you. I hear you. That mugshot, ooh, make the Kanye boots look good. Make the Kanye boots look good. Mm. And the Kanye boots are hideous. Mm. Mm. Postal boots up. Put them on social media. Oh, boots are god awful. Well, I don't think anybody mugshots. Mugshot, I don't think anybody mugshot will look great except for that one mugshot uh, that I, made I, this I, turn I, this guy uh, into um um a uh, 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 model. You know the the guy hey. who was locked up and no. every all women went crazy for him and now he's this big time model. I, that listen, was the only mugshot that I've seen, seen that, that some, turned his life I've around. I've seen some decent ones. I've seen some decent ones and and this has got awful. I've seen some decent like, all right, some decent ones. I ain't talking about this is a mugshot. I'm talking about because he's ugly motherfucker, period. That's what I'm saying. I mugshot or not. Attractive is attractiveness. Period. Whether you got your makeup smeared or your hair drawn out, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, you kinda cute, yeah, whatever. But nah it, Dude, they put the boots, they put the put them up side by side with the boots and put up a vote. Which is worse, the boots or, or this picture? Woo. Mm. Uh, Mick Mill's album "Expensive Pain" did a bit 
under 90K first week. While those aren't bad numbers, they are down from what Meek usually does and where particularly embarrassing to Meek because he had earlier vowed never to have an album that couldn't do six figures in its first seven days. Uh, to deal with the shame, Meek is now rejecting a whole system at once off the Billboard charts. Um, quote, even before my album just came out, they said it sold 90,000. I don't know if they said that's good or bad, but if we talk outside right now, you're going to hear that shit booming from Maine to Spain in the streets. Uh, me, I'd rather, me, I'd rather take me off Billboard. you got to think about it. Uh, what is the purpose of me being being on Billboard? Me continue. If Jay-Z's talking about he don't believe Billboard and he's been in the game for 30 years, why should I put myself in a position to be where they say allegedly something is being manipulated and then I'm putting my brand on a list that's being manipulated? Billboard is not a part of my marketing scheme. Hmm. Zoe, you familiar smart. with the music business? What do you think about that? Smart. Um, I, I think it's smart. You know, um, if he wants to pull it, then, you know, that's, that's his choice on, on pulling it. You know, again, people is going to stream his music regardless, you know, whether they purchase it or whether they, you know, in this day of age now, nobody's really buying music too much anymore. There's mm-hmm. always a streaming site out there where you can get that music for free. Mm-hmm. For free, and 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 that's the problem with a lot of these um artists nowadays. Because especially when they used to bootleg the CDs and all this stuff, that's one of the problems um, with the artists not making a certain amount of of sales that they were expecting because of you know bootleggers that's out there. Whether it's, it's, it's streaming through um through um social media or whatever. You know, um, so that could have probably hurt his sales as well. But you know what? He's still going to be all right. He's still going to be all right because he's still selling regardless. You know, yeah, um, Billboard, is, is, <laughs> yeah, it's it just moving a little slower than he expected. So and, and um, Billboard are, can't determine. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah Billboard, Billboard's a lot of these other charters, man. I think it's rigged. I think the game is rigged overall. Uh, it's in the sales. It's in the concerts. He's going to be all right. So all right. Here, how about this, though? An employee trashes Subway restaurant in an attempt to get signed by Meek Mill. A man recently made a desperate plea to be heard and signed by Meek Mill that cost a guy his job at a Subway restaurant. Earlier this month, a Twitter user who goes by at Juan Mi Wei posted a video of himself yeah. on Twitter Crashing the store of his employer, subway in order to get McMill's attention in hopes of getting signed. The dire attempt, yep. attempt appeared to fall on deaf ears by most of the internet until it became a trending topic. Uh, in one of the videos, the man <laughs> trashes the back end of the establishment, pur- pur- purposefully spilling food contents all over the floor. At Meek Mill, tell me Meek Mill to sign me. The bad says while vandalizing the store. Uh, let him know I'm trying to get a sign, trying to get signed to Dream Chasers. Um, F all the subway shit, F all the subway shit, bro. At Meek Mill, let him know I'm trying to get signed. I'm dead as I'm done working on subway. Tracy, the man said his stunt is is not for clout. At Meek Mill, let me know, Dream Chasers, I'm not with none of this clout chasing shit, bro. All of this clout chasing is temporary, bro. Dead ass, I don't want to do this. I really don't want to be, I really don't want to be doing none of this. 
In a strange twist, after destroying the store, the man then claimed he would be cleaning up the mess. Cool. I gotta clean this. I gotta clean <laughs> yeah, this. Up. I read that. This is the aftermath. I'm trying to teach. I'm trying to reach out to me. Uh, like I said, um, or or anybody in that's in position to help me put it in a better position. Uh, that's right here, bro. <laughs> Just like this. I don't think y'all know how much I had to go through to get to this point, and this became accessible to me. This isn't. This is. This isn't. Not the this way is to do crazy, it. man. No, recently released, as we say, ex- expensive pain. Is yet to respond to the video. However, Subway is reportedly firing the man, of course, since the clips went viral in a statement released to Newsweek. The fast food franchise confirmed the unnamed worker in the video was a former employee who has been fired for his actions. Subway and our network of franchises take health and full safety extremely seriously and don't condone any behavior that violates or sh- our strict policies in these areas. Um, that is too <laughs> funny. Doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I don't know what one has to do with the other. Uh, I don't know why you just can't inbox them instead of you trashing your job. I, that part that does not make any sense. It has nothing to do with hip-hop. It's just you being an asshole and costing yourself a job. Um, you don't like it? Find another job. You got to trash the place. Just find another job and, and then leave. Like, I, that know? I don't understand. I don't even get that. I don't. I don't get that whole yeah. publicity. Publicity yeah. stunt. I don't get it. Doesn't I, I kind of, um, you know, listening to the story, and I also uh, read this story um, um, just um, of last week. Uh, I seen the story, mm-hmm. but um, it is not the right way to go about getting signed or getting the attention of Meek Mill. Um, I kind of understand that he tried to create some type of, you know. Um, attention on himself so um, um, Meek Mills could probably see this posted in the media to say, hey, you know, let me do, let me check out this. But it didn't work. All it did was cost him his job and a huge cleanup afterwards. Meek Mill never commented on this. So I don't even know to get Meek Mill attention, it. yeah, to get Meek Mill attention, this is definitely not the way to do it because, Meek, first off, Meek Mill will probably look at it and say, you know, well, um, I don't know about signing him to. If I was Meek Mill, I would I would look at it and say, you know, I don't know about signing this guy to my 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 label, because if he goes around trashing, you know, this employer's, um, you know, subways trash that. Imagine if he gets upset over here in Dream Chaser and he start trashing this place up. You know, because he doesn't like the way things going, or we're not moving as fast enough uh, for him to get his music out there. Then who's to say that his music um, is, is, is good enough to be, you know, um, to 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 um, to allow Meek Mill to sign him to his label? We never heard his how music. About this? His how, music how about may this? not be that great. How, how about this? Just send send the tracks to him directly. That's it. That's all you got to do. I don't see how hard that is. You just send it to his social media, send his inbox and DM him, DM, DM him, easy for me to say, um, and just do it that way. That's just easy, to the point. I don't. This whole subway trashing thing it doesn't go hand in hand. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Just take, his, take your music, send a link, MP3 or whatever, and just DM him on social media. I'm like, yo, give a chance, check this joint out, X, Y, and Z. That's it. Keep That's what you got to do. Keep pushing trashing, it. Keep pushing it. Trashing, them. That's what yeah, you do. Trashing um, 
property that's not yours to get attention uh, for something that has nothing to do with your job is just stupid. That's just so stupid, so dumb. There's better ways of doing it, easier ways of doing it. Some people do it. They'll wait outside radio stations, and they'll try to get the DJ or somebody to even give them a chance to play it on their show. If he wanted to do that, he could have really been out there hustling to get his music heard. But to go around Mm -hmm. and trashing, you know, um, a place where he works at, that was definitely a foolish way of, of thinking that he can get the attention of Meek Mill and get signed to Meek Mill label Dream Chaser. That was definitely foolish yeah, on his part. He, he could have DM Meek Mill. He could have DM the radio stations. And nowadays, you really got to show up. You could just DM them stuff, technology and, 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 and social media. And that's it. Keep it moving. You don't like your job, then find something else and quit. To trash it, just just try to make a point. It's just it's ridiculous, and there's no logic to that whatsoever. Now you got off a job, period. So And Meek Mills don't even know who you are, and you're not signed. So I hope it was worth it. And I hope it was worth it for you guys uh, sitting down today, uh, whether it's live or any other platforms, listening to NYPA Entertainment. hope you were entertained for the past two hours. Uh, we're about to wrap things up. Remember, you can catch us live every Sunday, 5 to 7 p.m. here on Block Talk Radio, or if not live, you can always download, subscribe, um, comment, share on any of the platforms that we're on with iTunes, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Anchor, and, of course, Blog Talk. And, uh, you know, ready to get out of here, Zoe. Let's do the shout-outs. Yeah, um, shout-out to everybody who, who support us. Uh, we're definitely grateful to everybody that support us here on, on NYPA and Timmy Radio. Um, shout out to Kyle, Philly, New York. Um, as I say each and every week, if you want to hear new music or, uh, or any topic you want us to cover, hit us up on NYPA Entertainment Radio at gmail.com. NYPA Entertainment, oh, I'm sorry, NYPA Entertainment at gmail.com. That's, don't forget to spell out the word entertainment. Once again, NYPA Entertainment at gmail.com. Uh, definitely. Shout out to everyone near, near and far um, globally that takes the time out to listen to the show. Uh, of course, Philly, New York, Zoe. Uh, everyone, um, appreciate you t- taking the time out and letting, these t- letting us entertain you. Um, and uh, that's it, man. Everyone, listen, we're going to get out of here. We're going to let you all go. Don't forget to subscribe, download, share, enjoy NYPA Entertainment Radio. Stay safe. Have a good week. We'll see you next Sunday here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Yo, I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music. I'm paranoid.
away from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind terrain I've never seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing. Uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left battered and bruised Choose These niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man Trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fueled to progress This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I escape to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars Can I line the journey is dark but I'll find A source of light to help distinguish the goods and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relate to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry on, then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture my morals of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain The show is over. The show is over.